Hello and welcome to the Everyday Goddess podcast, the podcast that aims to empower you to embody the goddess within. This week we're going to be doing our bi-weekly healing catch-up where we talk about things that we have been through over the last few weeks, what tools we've used to deal with them in the healthiest way possible or how we've not dealt with them in the healthiest way possible, hopefully to inspire you on your own healing journey. Enjoy! Um, last healing catch-up we did was before you moved. Yes. And you weren't sure about what house. Yes. So we should talk about that. Yeah, so on the Monday of the week that I had to move, I did not know where I was living. Um, didn't know where I was living, what date I was going to move, where to, like it was just all very up in the air and obviously where you live, (laughs) that's like your security and that's like the base that you kind of build everything off of Um, and yeah, it was very interesting, I somehow was fine. Like, I was actually fine. Yeah, you were. You handled it really well. Yeah. And I think, I honestly think I just focused on the things that were within my control. Mm. So, like, what what was in my control? Oh, by the way, the same week that I was moving and we didn't know where we were moving and all of that sort of stuff, that same week... My eldest son started school (laughs) and my youngest son started nursery, both like brand new for them as well. So it was like, there was a lot going on and a lot for me to handle. Um, And on on the Monday, I found out that the place that I really wanted to live in, I didn't get. And instead I ended up going for this like split level flat. Um, which wasn't exactly what I wanted, but I was like, I'm in a position where I just need somewhere to live. Um, And then, yeah, I basically just kept focusing on the things within my control rather than worrying a lot. So I was like, I can pack, that's within my control. I can start packing things up, like keeping my mood calm. That's something that I can focus on. So I did like tons of breath work, Um, journaled when I could just anything that I could to keep my nervous system as calm as possible like took every single bit of help people offered me I took it like Isaac's best friend's parents were like so amazing like thank god for them because they took Isaac so Cass was in this was the other thing the whole routine was out the window because both of them were doing like Staggered starts. Staggered starts and stuff. So that was all over the place as well. Like, who was meant to be where at what time was all over the place. Um, yeah, and Isaac's Isaac's um, best friend's parents, they took Isaac loads so that I actually had both the kids gone for a couple of hours of the day so I could go and do things like pack. But I did prioritise, before even packing, the self-regulation stuff, like emotional and self-regulation because I was like otherwise I'm just useless um and I managed to get loads of packing done like I pretty much the whole house on my own like you and Mm. mum came one night and did like a couple of boxes but I pretty much packed the whole thing up on my own and then it was the weekend to move and on the Saturday morning (laughs) the Saturday morning when I was going to move in um basically I had help with paying um, the deposit and the first week's rent 
and it just wasn't clearing into the account of the estate agents. And they're like, well, we can't give you the keys. And I was like, this is literally the only day that I can move. Like, I can't move tomorrow. I can't move on Monday because everyone's working. Like, the only day that I can move is this Saturday. Like, I need the key today. And, like, Dad was getting really stressed out. And I was just like, it's fine. Like, we'll get the key. No point stressing. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Yeah. And, like... Worst case scenario, clearly I wasn't meant to move today. Like, I'll work it out. There's no point worrying about it right now because it's not actually happened and I'm worried about something that hasn't happened. Um, Lo and behold, around like 10 o'clock in the morning, got the keys and everything was fine. Um, And then, yeah, the process of moving was just quite wild. Like, the kids were running around and I, I did have a moment like maybe at about three or four o'clock in the afternoon because when we turned up to the flat had it been professionally cleaned no it hadn't it so never it just, is honestly I they always say in the contract it's like you need to get it professionally cleaned because mm-hmm. it was professionally cleaned before you came in then you get there and you're like this is absolutely this isn't even cleaned let alone no, it was awful it was yeah. so bad and i was just like okay cleaning let's go and get some cleaning products um no point getting stressed about what effect that's going to have on everything, like, just need to get on with it, basically. And, and like, the whole week and the whole weekend, I was like, I'm a badass, I can do this, like, I've done this before, like, I'm strong and I'm capable and I'm resilient and, like, I can do it. Like, every time something new came along, I was like, it's okay, I've got it, I can do it, I can do it. Um, Because there was just, like, issue after issue after issue. Um, And, yeah... There was a brief moment, maybe it was like an hour, I think it was like three or four o'clock in the afternoon, the kids had had enough, obviously they'd had enough. We're trying to clean this whole house up and unpack stuff and make sure beds are built so people can sleep in them and stuff. And I did, I did get like quite frustrated at that point. Um, just like not as patient with the kids as normal. But that's yeah I mean it's part of being a human like you can't get everything right all the time also like I mean I'd handled everything else so well yeah exactly rather than beating myself up on the fact that I like was a bit snappy and shouted a bit I was like no I've handled it handled it really well um yeah well proportionally as well like if you think about how much of the situation you handled well and were really calm versus the small section where you weren't like Mm -hmm. it's trying to focus I feel like our brains always try and focus on the negative, mm. but it's just actually focusing on the positives, focusing on the things that yeah. you have done well, rather yeah. than just honing in on that tiny thing where you shouted or, you know, you weren't very calm. You're just very, fr- yeah, just frustrated and like, oh my mm. gosh, they need to go. Like, mm. they're just causing more issues. Mm. Well, I mean, children can't, don't really understand it, do they? They just no. kind of, they're they like, just want to play. Honestly, this morning, they had the mop, and the broom, and they were like like sword fighting with them, and I was What's like, it? you What's need to go to your dad's house now. Oh god! I was like, they're playing Star Wars or something. Oh my gosh! I was like, I am very red. This is the other thing. Like, I also just haven't had a proper break, um, because obviously they go to their dads, and like he he came and helped me move. So when they were meant to be gone at his house, they were still like with me. And the weekend before, I spent it all packing and stress, like worrying about like, you know, trying to find a ha- trying to find a house, like looking online and stuff. Um, so you know, the past couple of months have been like a lot, 
Um, and yeah, this morning I was just like, you need to go to your dad's now. <laughs> like when they were hitting the broom and the mop together, I was like, I just, you need to go to your dad's house. <laughs> like someone's going to get hurt. And no one was listening to me. I was just like, someone's going to get hurt. And they were just like, ha, ha, ha. This is and amazing. Like, yeah. No That's one did good. get hurt this time. Thank God. But I was like, safely, safely gone to their dads. I'm ready for this break. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, even like, obviously, once you move, you've got all of the admin. Changing yeah, the dresses over yeah. and stuff. Like, it's just, it is, it's a lot to do, isn't it? Um, and then, obviously, that, you know, I've done so much meditation and journaling and catching my thoughts and stuff, but I've noticed towards the end of this week that I'm just not as patient with the boys and I'm like, probably because I just need, I need a break. Like sometimes you are just burnt out and you need a break and you mm. need to just like be compassionate with yourself, don't you? Well, moving is a lot for anyone. Yeah. Like, I can't remember what list it is, but there is a list where it's like, these are the most stressful things you can go through. Yeah. And it's like divorce, moving house. Yeah. And things like that. For some reason, I think Christmas might be on there. <laughs> really? I might Jesus. have made that up, but Jesus. it probably it is. I mean, for a lot of I people, know a lot of people. is a stressful yes. time because, you know, you're forced to be with family a lot of the time. And for mm. some people, that's not necessarily healthy or a happy place to be. So, But also, some people can't cope with, like, the cooking. Everything's very stressful. Well, people um, have. It's because people like want everything to be perfect, don't don't they? Like people, yeah, but then that obsession what, with perfection actually ruins the mood. Yeah, because all well, anyone gives a shit about is just like no one cares if the potatoes are burnt as long as they've like been happy. Mm-hmm. But oh we yeah, care so much about the way things about, look. But, it's never yeah. about you know what the dinner is like and you know what the decorations are like or the activities. It's all just about like actually enjoying each other's company and yeah but we all get so obsessed with the way something looks that we just get annoyed at each other's company Mm. doesn't really make sense does it um but yeah and obviously obviously the place that i moved out of um is trying to like take money out of my deposit and all that sort of stuff so i've been sending lots of like emails of loads of evidence in and stuff this week as well um but I've planned the best day today, self-date day, because I'm like, oh, I, this is, I need to go and do something for myself. Um, so I'm like taking myself to this exhibition I really want to see, can't wait, going into London on my own, I'm going to like read my book and listen to podcasts and like find somewhere delicious to eat and just like romanticise the fuck out of my day. Yeah, and be like, I've done it, I've moved, yeah, I did I it, it's done, okay. like, I've, I've done it now, like, we can settle, actually it's been really great in some respects for my mental health, because I cleared loads of stuff out, Yeah. Um, which I just feel like creates so much energetic space when you get rid of loads of things that you don't really use and stuff, so that's been great. Especially if there's things, you know, that you've had a long time that maybe ha- you haven't experienced good things, like... I've been getting rid of loads of clothes and I find if they're clothes that maybe you wore a lot when you weren't having a good time or you were with someone who wasn't great for you or whatever it was, like that kind of stays. So it's so nice sometimes to just release them and be like, goodbye. Yeah. 
Well, it, funnily enough, so basically the place I really wanted, I've now realised it's that like there's a bigger divine plan or whatever. Like this place that we've moved into, like the energy about it, it's like I feel like a whole weight has been lifted off of me. And like you said, like I've got rid of so much stuff and I'm like wearing all these clothes I didn't used to wear and like putting outfits together because um, I've always like really liked fashion and clothes and like throwing things together and all that sort of stuff and I like really lost that over the last couple of years of my life and I feel like I've got that piece yeah. of me back it feels like a new beginning actually it feels like a new beginning so it's exciting it is very exciting yeah. it is very exciting I do feel like super positive about it um yeah cute <laughs> um for me what has happened in the past week so last time I was talking about um, my boyfriend going away um, for three months. <laughs> um, so yes, what is the update on that? So we are on Saturday and basically he left on Monday morning. So I went and took him to the airport. Wait, but what were you also doing on Monday? I feel like you have, we've both like been very yeah, intense. Monday was a pretty wild day. Um, which actually I can talk about that I managed to like regulate through that. So yeah. Monday morning, woke up, drove to the airport and um, there was a bit of traffic getting in. So we got in a bit later than we were hoping to. But then we were, when I was, I, I checked the trains were in the car on the way there. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I could get this one. I could get this one. And then when we got there, I refreshed the page and it was like, Delayed, 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 delayed. All of them were delayed. Didn't say when until, like, just yeah. everything delayed. I was like, great. But wait, where were you going? I feel like you need to explain where you were going. Oh. You were dropping Zach yeah. and he was going all the way to New York for three months and then you were getting on a train to go. To do my egg donation. Yeah. My egg, I was going to have my egg retrieval procedure because I did, a, like, if it, if it had gone exactly like last time, I would have had it on the Saturday. So I would have had two days to recover before Zach went. But lo and behold, I had to have it on the Monday, and um, which meant that was the reason that I then dropped Zach off and I needed to get to my egg donation. My egg retrieval was at nine o'clock in London, and um, you have to be there half an hour before, so it needs to be there at 8.30. And I don't think we got to the airport until like just past seven. But basically, I could have got the Heathrow Express and it should have only taken me like 15 minutes to get into central London. Mm. But instead, yeah. got to the airport, refreshed the page, all of the trains were cancelled that were the fast ones. So I was going to have to get the tube um, across London, which I only had, I think, I can't remember, well yeah, if it was about seven, I had an hour and a half to get there. But obviously I had to go and say bye to Zach. So I didn't really have very long for that which I think probably was a good thing in a way mm. because I just had to um be like bye and give him like some hugs and kisses and whatnot but it just it I don't know I I would have liked to have had longer because he didn't even get to drop his bags like I literally had to just be like bye um but then yeah in some ways it made it easier to be like okay I have to go now mm. so anyway I I definitely feel like if you look sometimes like you actually got what you needed in the moment 
rather than like what you thought you wanted mm. like with the house like I feel like I've got what I need rather than what I wanted mm. and maybe like for you both of you being like bye like I love you have a great time mm. and then leaving rather than like standing for like an hour crying or like yeah I totally I mean? get you yeah definitely <clears throat> I mean I still managed to like cry I had to try and hold it in though but I mean I'm really not surprised I had so many hormones and all sorts of oh problems. you had the most ridiculous day ever yeah like so you're I... pumping yourself full of hormones yeah. for a whole week and then you've yeah. got to be like bye I'm not gonna oh, it see you than a week. it was 12 days oh it's almost gosh. two weeks so anyway I am like right I've got to go bye so I'm running through Heathrow airport clutching my stomach slash uterus because I'm like, oh my god, my ovaries are just so full. I'm not meant to be running right now. But I need to run because I need to get on a train. Mm. So then, when I, and also when I was searching on the apps to look for how to get it on the tube, it wasn't coming up. I literally downloaded like the TFL app and it wasn't coming up for me. But luckily dad searched it and sent the route to me. And I was like, oh, thank god. But it was like, your arrival time is 8.43. And I was like, fuck. I'm meant to be there at 8.30. And like with egg retrieval, you can't be late because you have to have a certain injection 36 hours before the procedure, like exactly 36 hours before, um, because that's, so then the eggs will be like ripe basically and ready to be taken out. But if it goes past a certain point, then they would be like too mature or whatever. So they can't, they'd be useless. So I was like, can you imagine if after all of this, like it's not even worth it, it's not been worth it. What did you do to like regulate yourself out of that way? Were you just like, what it will, it what's gonna happen? I just, I can't. There's nothing I can do. What I can do is try and get there. Yeah. And that's all I can do. And I also think I was just like trying to say to myself, I will get there in time, and like, just trying to like breathe. And I also listened to some, like, beautiful chorus things just to try and stay a bit like centered rather than being like, oh my god, because also. So I get on this tube, got to sit on this tube for 50 minutes, which I'm like, you know, getting very uncomfortable anyway. And then sat on the tube, then we could get stopped at a red signal. And I'm like, great, stopped at a red signal, brilliant. And luckily that wasn't for too long. So I was like, excellent, we're on the move again. No need to panic, we're all right. Then the next thing, we we stop at a platform. And they're like, we're being held at the platform. We'll update you when we can. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like great what am I gonna do because I was like I was in like South Kensington or something and it wasn't like oh I'll just get off here yeah, and, walk and, or or, and walk or get on another line and it'll get me there at the same time it was like this is the most direct route by far and so I was like I'm just gonna have to sit on this train mm. so then I was just sat on the train hoping and praying I was like it's gonna be okay the train's gonna move soon I was like, just trying to like visualize the train moving, like manifesting it moving. <laughs> I was like, desperate measures. <laughs> I can do this, and then um, and then it started moving again, and I was like, praise the Lord, um, thank God. Um, and then eventually, I managed to get there, and I was only four minutes late, which is fine. That's not a big deal because mm. I was four minutes late for when they say arrive half an hour before. Yeah. So it was fine. Um, but yes, I have to say, I, I did get there and I was a bit like, whew, made it. <laughs> but um, yes, and then 
the whole procedure. But you're like, it sounds like your mentality the whole time was to just keep being like, bringing your brain back to like what's gonna happen is gonna happen, mm. and just trying yeah. to like focus on it on it going well. Yeah. Rather than. Well, it I was going just trying. To, I, there's nothing I can do. I, there was nothing I could do. No. Or I had done what I could do by leaving at the moment I left. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was nothing more I could do. I can't magic a train. Like, you know, I can try and look for different routes, but there wasn't really a different route. So it was kind of just being like... And I think in my mind, I was just like, if it doesn't go ahead for some reason, like if I was late, then... I would just, like, that would just be whatever was meant to happen. Like, there would have been a reason. Yeah, like, a, God an egg what. that, like, no one needs or something being <laughs> given to someone. Like, who knows? Like, maybe one of the eggs would be, like, a future dictator or something. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> one I, of the eggs they were going to retrieve yeah, would have been, like, a future you. little dictator. God, I hope not. <clears throat> I hope not. But, um, yeah, you don't know. I mean, you don't know. You don't know who anyone's going to be. But it's that thing, isn't it? What is it? Like, rejection is protection and redirection or whatever. Like, it could be, yeah, if it hadn't happened, it would have meant to. But I was also like, I had pulled cards, like, the week before saying, like, should I continue with the egg donation? Mm. And um, it said yes. So I was like, the cards told me yes. The cards wouldn't have told me yes if I, if this was, like, not, if it wasn't going to work out. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was fun. It was fun. I mean, yes, I, I did have to regulate, even when I got there, because the guy who put my candle in oh messed gosh, it up. Yeah. So then, or not his fault, but, like, the needle fell out of my arm, basically. Oh, God. <laughs> and he hadn't put the stopper thing on yet. So then, I mean, it's quite graphic, basically, blood everywhere and everywhere. So I was like, this is excellent. I was like, the guy who's going to sedate me, give me all these drugs. Can't even put a Yeah, down. has done this to my arm. And it was also weird because, like, I feel like several nurses came in and were like, oh, goodness, someone needs to clean that up. And I was like, yeah. And I was just sat there, like, <laughs> covered. Um, so, yeah, it was an interesting experience. So I had to regulate through that even to be like, not panic because it would have been so easy to panic and be like, oh my god, this person doesn't even know how to do this. How are they gonna? And then pass be out okay. or something. Yeah, how are they going to be okay to do everything else? Like, so, yeah, I guess just I think we have tiny okay. veins, though. Well, a lot of blood came out of it, I'll tell you that. No, I know, but I, said, I think they're quite difficult. Like, I always get told when anyone puts a cannula in that I have really difficult veins to find. Like, they're really, like, below the surface and small. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I don't normally get that. The only reason it's hard is because... Um, because with egg donation, you can't eat or drink uh, for so, so long like... before, so you're dehydrated <laughs> as it is. Like a grape. It, it actually wasn't too bad this time because it was so early in the morning. Yeah. Whereas last time when it was like 11 o'clock, I really was like... Yeah, that's awful. So parched. But also this time I, I drank so... I made sure to drink so much water before midnight. Mm. And like I woke up at... 11.30 or something and I was Definitely like yes loads of well not on purpose I just went for a wee and I was like to Zach I was like what time is it and he was like 7.30 I was like yes I can still drink <laughs> so I had some water then because I was like I will drink until the last moment I had to do that when I had um, my c-section with Cass mm. and um, same thing like couldn't eat and I like remember before going into the c-section being like I cannot wait to eat like I was like I'm so hungry 
And then lo and behold, like, I hemorrhage everywhere, like, to the point where I can't hold my head up because I've lost so much blood and, like, finally got some footy. But, like, hemorrhaging makes you really, like, delirious and, like, dizzy and nauseous and I'm just mm. sick everywhere. And I can eat Delicious. for ages. It's just such Awful. a graphic episode. Yeah. If you don't like needles, blood and sick, then you probably <laughs> shouldn't listen. That's why it should be called needles, <laughs> blood and sick. Um, no one would listen no. to No. I've just remembered something, actually, from self-regulating. So part of my self-regulation, when I was getting any sort of anxiety about moving or like not knowing where we're going to live or whatever... Um, was to do an inner child meditation obviously like to bring it back to the inner child and so I went back to like a younger version of myself and this version of myself was like about six and a half seven and I was like why are we so worried about moving and basically I realized that it all stems back to when we moved from where we used to live to where we are now when we were seven like we moved boroughs or whatever like we moved quite far away and like where we had lived before I was so settled and I'd had all my friends since I was a baby and like my life was like really safe and secure and content and then we moved and like to child me everything fell apart so when I was speaking to my inner child she was almost explaining to me that she was worried we're moving again because everything falls apart when we move and so a lot of the like affirmations and regulation I did was around like this move is actually really positive Mm, and like reassuring her yeah be okay and and, you've got her yeah and where we're going to move is going to make us feel safe and we're going to be really happy there and like our life is going to grow even more and stuff like that yeah um i thought i should add that in because i feel like it's quite a like poignant part of it you know like you can do all the breath work and all the meditations in the world but i do think like going back to your inner child is how you like really get on top of the brain Mm. chatter Definitely. Yeah, that's actually, I mean, with the relationship thing, long distance, obviously it's only been like a week. <laughs> um, but I think that in itself as well is a real, like, looking to your inner child and what it is that they feel or, like, what their concern is about things. So mm-hmm. I think I said before about, like, abandonment wound, like, it is someone physically leaving you. So I think it takes a lot of brain brain work to be like, actually, I, you know, this person does love me. They're not trying to leave me. They're just going to expand their own horizons. And, you know, we will be reunited. And also they're not going to like go and then them decide that like you're irrelevant now no i know but but people can have that fear mm. if like something's oh of course no 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 I and especially if if like someone's been cheated on or something in the past you mm. definitely would have a fear of like i mean, in fact i don't even i've never actually had that experience but your brain can still go to a point of like what happens if they meet someone out there and then they like them way more or like whatever which did is, you do an inner child meditation like find out where you think it's originally originally stems from not where it originally stems from no just like what her like thoughts are around it and Mm. trying to calm them i don't have much recollection of stuff from my childhood yes so i don't (laughs) i honestly often don't have many honestly i'm like this happened and you're like when 
wondered that. No, I need to... You I remember the most obscure things, though. Like, you remember, like, the theme tune to, like, a weird... T- or, like, who was the ad... Who, like, sponsored a TV yeah. programme yeah. in, like, 1999. Yeah. Like, you'll remember that, but you cannot remember, like, no. your own experience. I feel like I need to go to somebody... You need to go and do, like, hypnotherapy. To, like, yeah, like, bring the memories out. I don't know what sort of person that is. I don't know what it is. Is it, like, Reiki or something? I don't no, know. No, a hypnotherapist. Oh, they will do No, it. yeah, but really? I was... Yeah, no, no, no. I was speaking to someone recently, and they were telling me that they were really struggling to take tablets. They could just not take tablets at all. And, like, they really needed to take them. And they went to a hypnotherapist about it. And it was almost like inner child healing. They basically put them in a hypnotic state, took them back to why on earth it is they can't take tablets. And it's because their their mum used to grate soap into their mouth if they said anything wrong. That's awful. And so it's like, now within their subconscious, it's like you must keep everything out, basically. Mm. Goodness me. But that was from hypnotherapy. So it's always... Hypnotherapy, I guess, is I, almost I like a like form of inner is, child yeah, yeah. healing. Yeah, interesting. Mm. That made me also think I could do a bit of a kinesiology update. Oh, my God, yes. I found this so interesting. I Yeah, I mean, so I have had four sessions and that's it now, unless I feel like something's, you know, off balance or whatever. But basically... I went for like a few reasons, mainly just like tiredness and getting ill. And it was so interesting because each week she would like uncover new things to work on. Well, not each week, every three weeks, but each session she would basically realise there was more things to work on and it's like layers. And it'd be so interesting because she'd tell you what was showing up. And so often you're like, yeah, like that's so true. But anyway, I started off in like a stressed what's it called fight and flight mm. I started off mm. in fight and flight and by the second session I wasn't in fight and flight anymore I was in I was still like stressed but less so um and there's like quite a few different ways that they do stuff they can do like an emotional release thing there and then where she like holds points of your head and basically I don't know necessarily you don't have to know what the memory is but like there's something and like that releases it so I had to have I had that twice um and then I've also had some remedies which are like emotional flower remedies which are basically they will place loads of different ones of these flower remedies on your body and see if your body like gets stronger from one of them um it's almost like literally that subconscious like intuition yeah your subconscious mind or like just literally not even not even your mind is it it's like literally your body which is intuition like your intuition comes from your body more than your yeah. mind doesn't it mm-hmm. so yeah so I took sunflower remedies for different things like one of them was about being super critical of yourself um what were the other ones one was about, yeah, not resting, feeling really exhausted but not resting because you feel like you've got responsibilities and stuff. Yeah. Self-critical. And then the last one was about being, like, kind of, like, daydreaming, like, not really being in the present and stuff, which was interesting. Um, so I had three different emotional remedies. I never actually had to have any physical ones, but they can actually tell if you need, like, supplements or something. 
which is super fascinating. Didn't she tell um, you you need to eat more protein though? She did tell me that was one of the things mm. that I had to change was like trying to eat more protein in my diet because obviously that's going to help with tiredness and everything. But basically, at the start, I was in fight and flight and obviously was getting ill a lot and was tired a lot. Obviously, I have done the egg donation, which is going to impact my like tiredness and how I feel. But it genuinely has really changed like everything. Like I said to you the other day, I don't breathe from my chest anymore. I breathe like from my tummy. That's literally um, what babies do. Yeah. Because they're so chilled. Yeah. And they haven't had any trauma happen to them yet. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I mean, obviously there's times when people do breathe through their chest, but I notice now that that is more, like, where it is naturally, whereas before it was, like, all up here. Um, yeah, that is, by the way, I feel like we should say that's a really good way to, like, check yeah. the state of your nervous system. Like, where are you breathing from? Yeah. Are you breathing? We're, meant, we're actually meant to breathe from our tummies. Mm. Um but we don't because we're so like, like we're like you're running from something constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, if you're in fight or flight, then obviously mm. it is going to be up here because you literally do feel like you're running from something. So yeah, but overall, I feel like my tiredness has got so much better. Like, I obviously get tired, but not like anything like I used to. And when I am not tired, I feel way more energetic than I did before. Mm. And then, um, what other things has changed? Oh, illness-wise, I actually haven't got properly ill since May, which for me... That's a very long time. That is ages. Mm -hmm. Like, before I would probably get ill like once a month or once every two months. Mm -hmm. So, on to a winner, basically. So, I feel like it's really, really helped change things. Um, And I would definitely go back if I started to feel like things were a bit higgledy-piggledy again. How crazy, like, I feel like people should know as well that the reason you ended up going to kinesiology is because you had a tarot done, didn't you? And the tarot reader told you that that's what your body needed. Yeah, so I said to the tarot reader, I was like, because she was like, oh, do you have anything in particular that you want to discuss, like, that you want to ask about? I said my health, because I get ill a lot and stuff. And, um, yeah, she pulled cards and she said... Like, oh, you're going to go to, like, kinesiology, basically, and it will fix you. And, I mean, I feel like she was pretty accurate. Oh, I love tarot. I know. I use it all the time. So cool. Like, whenever, whenever um, I want any sort of, like, guidance or direction. Because that is basically what it is. It's not even, like, really predicting it the future. Can, it it's about, it like, guidance. Predi- yeah. It is about guidance. It's not about prediction. It's mm. just... It's also like the headspace you're in, isn't it? And Yeah. The headspace of other people or whatever. Mm. Yeah. I don't think I have anything else to say, to be honest. I mean, we've covered lots of different things yeah. from like healing catch-ups in the past and the past week. So, yeah. Yeah, I hope this helps. Um, if anyone has any questions or like anything they want us to talk about... Yeah, if there's anything we've spoken about that we it hasn't necessarily been that clear or we ha- you would want more detail on, we can definitely do that because because we know what we do in our heads. Yeah. Trying to get it out is actually a lot harder. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully it has been helpful. Yeah. And yeah, thank you all so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Everyday Goddess. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review or if you have any questions you'd like answering, message us on Instagram or TikTok at Everyday Goddess Podcast. We can't wait to see you all next week. Bye for now, goddesses.